Greetings, this is Amia Swee. This call is brought to you by Dialogue. Like discussion and debate, Dialogue that lets you have your own call and show over the internet. Tonight, um, I'm hosting a discussion. Well, the name of the show, I'm revising it. It's a long title, but it says exactly what the show is about. So OU, OU is um, getting over being underground. You owe yourself. The independent musician, intellectual property, and the nature of creative assets. And I want to talk about allmusic.com. I thought it might be interesting to share the a bit about metadata and encoding and what it means, what it leads to. So I thought, why not share exactly exact what I'm working on actively, which is the allmusic.com registry. So with this show today, if you're on Twitter or if you'll get a chance, you can just follow the show on the, um, the page. I'm gonna share some links. So that'll give an idea of what I'm speaking about. I thought that'll be cool to make it somewhat interactive. And um, if you're, you know, musicians out there, top artists, intermediate, you know, there's this all music registry. It's one of the few where you could just check out all the music that's out there. Discogs is another one that people really appreciate for some like labels that catalogs have maybe been discontinued or are not in circulation. You wonder, well, where can I get that music? Not everything is all available at once. That's one way that Discogs is used to track music and it also, you know, just for a lot of different purposes. It's, um, there's a registry, all music. And I remember when I first would see my music become available or not just available, but when things I did in the past with some of the homies, like I was looking at my all music page, there's something I did with Satch and Omi back in the day on an album that Satch released called Suckers Hate Me. Satch is dope. And uh, Suckers Hate Me, I did a, um, an arrangement. I sang an arrangement that I uh, did of a poem that Satch wrote. And it was real cool to be featured on that project. And so that was one of the registrations, one of the early ones. And I'm like, yeah, my stuff, you know, it's, it's cataloged because it's so much stuff underground that it doesn't really come above the surface. So when the underground stuff, is becomes available and becomes part of this record, the uh, collective consciousness, the collective conscious, then it's kind of cool to, um, you know, add a, a dot in this, this dot constellation of the stars that make music in this, you know, night sky. That's not a nice sky, it's midnight. So anyway, what I will be posting along to give some examples of what's the, um, What's up with all music and BD Beats music and making the BD Beats catalog available outside of other recordings I've done. So Uprising is also available. One thing and um, how this relates to metadata. My name is Aimea Sweet. That's my name. People call me Aimea Sweet. My name is Aimea Sweet Aborigine. It's my name, it's my title, it's two names. So I've noticed that things are in different places sometimes, and there may not always be a bridge. So you people, you may encounter that with spelling or things that you do that may be credited to a different name that you use or a different group and things like that. So my name, my first name is sometimes used 
and my first and second name together are used, and those are all one combined um, catalog. Interestingly, so um, with allmusic.com, there's a registration pro process that I'm learning, and it's there's a lot of data entry involved with making music available to be accounted now that it has its serial number that it's you know its pedigree which is things like the writer the performer the title of the song the length and with the so i'll get to that so and tivo has you know i'll take a moment and if you're in real time with this, you'll be able to see. I'm going to post a few, um, a link. This will give three things, this link here. This establishes the method. This is some bare bones stuff right here because Every artist can keep track of their music. When you become a label for yourself, you, you must necessarily do so. Um, and so all music serves a purpose, but first I'll talk about the registration process so that it's included in the registry. So there is a submission page. And on that submission page, I posted a link and I gave a couple examples of what the front end looks like when music has been registered. They um, register audio and visual works. So that the catalog, it, it gets pretty extensive at this point. We're really gonna see some exciting things with that. And the smaller independent entities, um, there are ways to allow quality or, you know, this artwork to be, the allmusic.com registry has an um, Excel document. It looks very similar to the Sound Exchange Works registration. And the information that they ask for for a digital release is the type of album. They want to know if it's a, um, a full album, a single, or an EP. They want to know the product format whether it's a CD, an L, a long playing uh, album, whether it's digital. The UPC, this is a digital submission form because there's also a address where you can send your CD as it is packaged along with this uh, supporting information that would uh, outline some of this stuff. So, oh, it asks for the, um, the TiVo music data template is what it's called. This Excel document that is, uh, they give for the digital submission. That's for the UPC. Interestingly, the ISRC is not asked for, but this form doesn't take audio. So there's, there's so much cross-referencing, I'm sure that that's something that happens as well. So it asks for the type of product, whether it's an album, product format, UPC, the name of the artist, title of the album, the label name, number of tracks, um, the number of discs in the media, um, the catalog number of the album, release date, 
track number per songs, if a uh, track number for each song, whether it's an album or a single, um, you know, that will vary. The name of each particular song, artist performer, time of song, and credits. So going to whether, you know, this one has, I'm encoding, I'm registering Los Angeles Found. When I looked on allmusic.com, I saw that Uprising was there. That was an album that came out in 2012. I founded a, a, um, a label in partnership with musicians that I work with. Actually, it was a my independent venture spawned into a, a partnership with a bass player who was in my band. He was like, had a lot of zeal for wanting to be involved in the further in the music from some of his past experience. And uh, that was really cool. So we joined up to release a live version of what is Lost Angels Found. And Lost Angels Found is a reissue. Um, for I will give a bit of information again on me. I think it's an interesting story, um, especially because I've been hanging out with some homies. I can't say hanging out, but I asked for an urgent introduction into the San Diego landscape because I want my music, you know, to take some time before the summer's over and share. And I've had some great results with that. So I linked up with some homies who can show me the ropes. What's up? I'm from LA and Dago's right there. I spent time in Oceanside. Um, it's different. And I was very fortunate to you know, just come on and, and do it, come see. And and that and so I spent time in some record stores and with the homies who have such an extensive body of music. And it I really wanted to just sit back in awe because the hip hop underground roots are so deep. There's so much good stuff out there. And to um be at this phase of commoditizing my work um from the burning CDRs and putting it out independently, taking these steps through a lot of study and simplifying it. Um, and there's, everything should be simplified. And so that's my goal. I'm so excited because of um, the time and energy and effort that um, I put into Music With Love and things that I've uncovered and learned to more and more empower myself to, to make this message in this music be heard. You know, this is an extension of that. and. Um, I want to share it. I, my concept is every artist who writes and makes music and therefore designs song rights should be a label and administrator. Now that's revolutionary, but I put a lot of money. I'm just drumming up that the listener has so much uh, power in that. So I thought I may get a caller. But that's not something that, ha that happened. This is a, a midnight show, and I'm making it something short. I wanted to go into the all music registry, uh, what that's about. It's, um, it's a registration for music that's released internationally. And it's it's kind of important. It's pretty. It's a cool registry. And I, in the past, worked with some friends who made it a little bit easier. So, you know, this was submitted. Um, Actually, I'm. That's another thing. I wanted to show this process. I took a couple photos, so I'm gonna upload that too to go with it. And the photos that I took will show what this spreadsheet looks like, 
And then I'm just going to go ahead and submit this spreadsheet. And I'm going to do this. You can't see it, but these tools will help you. If you listen back, you can um, correspond to the dates and see I'm going to tag it so it's easily recognizable. And this type of spreadsheet allows the label to extend the music into to be able to cr be cross-referenced, cross-referenced, and uh, referenced, yeah, cross-referenced. And um, it adds another layer to making it a part of the collective consciousness of music. And so that's important, these things that we do to, um, I don't think it adds credence to the work, but it makes it available. Now the goal is to do this before the album is released. You know, give give yourself some uh, lead time on this stuff. And that, that was an issue with me. When my Lost Angels Found resurfaced, it was a very important time in April. And a lot of, you know, it's just, for years I had um, worked on clearing my slate with, well, motherhood for one. So that, like, that's really dope. I'm, I pause on music on some stuff like that, but I had had a little bit of entanglements with starting a founding a label and having some of my like most important works. Like, I want to share this with you as an investment, but it didn't really pan out. And I'm like, well, should I have really um, given away rights to stuff that were already mine? And I don't think that I got back what I should have gotten for that. So um, the good thing about um, sharing rights that there's a difference between sharing rights and giving rights away. And I was able to learn a lot with looking at my music as something as a commodity is so valuable. Um, I can create something, but I cannot have access to it. What can I do to allow my music to thrive and live and feel um, that this purposeful act of creation is not um, derailed by uh, things that are material that that don't um, that don't hold weight. So learning the law of music was really cool. It's always there, you know. Copyright to stuff is yours, and then you know you'll sign a contract and you'll give it away. But it's uh, so much deeper than that. So much deeper than um, well, for what. And not signing contracts is important unless they are understood. So um, that encouraged me to take a contract drafting class and um, legal document preparation and stuff like that. And understanding terminology, although it's an aside from uh, a drive to continue making music, finding out how to let it live and thrive and how to um, take it over from an investment or hobby or something that you supplement with other things to uh, allow it to give forth a continual return. So one thing about this is with numbers, once these rights are established, it's plugged in. You There's like distro kids says, oh, well, you have to renew your distribution deal. Whereas there are other companies like CD Baby where they, they may, there's no, there's a, um, Unless you cancel it, they'll maintain your distribution indefinitely without change to the terms, you know, without a further agreement. And so when you plug in your music in this way, 
it continually gives forth return. It's a perpetual thing, which is why um, music is such a, a great commodity when you look at it as an asset like that. And it's not all about uh, immediate um, gratification, you know, or greed in that respect, because good music, it feels good. It has uh, value, it, it has meaning and it can last. And one last thing, I'm gonna close. I thought I, thought I would make this a short show. But uh, speaking about why I think the music is important and it should, it should last, I do hip hop music. And I've been noticing uh, that lyricists who write uh, words of substance with meaning have been um, compiling their lyrics in, in, in the book format. And I've done that back in 2012. And I, I think I started this about 2008, 2012, I released, um, I put together a book entitled Uprising. And it was, it's a tool of literacy. It's a literacy tool. And it's also, um, I think where the, the lyrics in hip hop need to stand outside of the, uh, the, the rhythm and the beat and hold substance. So the literary lyrics project is a component of my music. It, uh, it just leads into the idea why the word poor they have meaning and music is like that. It's a tool of um, connectivity and communication and it's a lot of great ideas to share. So this may be sort of a, a rambling show. I just wanted to get into the, um, I want to share the all music submission process. I wanted to give that information for artists who have their song pretty much um, all set to go with your serial numbers. We'll call that the ISRC code and your UPC then you know this is a place where you can further make your music available for people who are researching. Um, so I'm gonna just, like I said, post an example of what the spreadsheet looks like. And I decided I was gonna paste one that was already filled out, but I'm not gonna do that. The information is not actually like secret, you know, it's stuff it, like the UPC code, you can look on the back of the album. But I'll just go ahead and take a snip of the um, a blank one. And then as we go, I'll discuss other topics, but we'll come back around and see if um, what happened with that. All right. Um, yes, I miss we y'all. I appreciate you taking the time to listen when you do get a chance. And this is OU getting over being underground. You owe yourself. the <laughs> You owe yourself the independent musician, intellectual property, and the nature of creative assets. This has been a midnight discussion and is uh, covering the allmusic.com registry. I'm Amiya Sweet Aborigine, and this call is brought to you by Dialogue. Like discussion and debate, Dialogue lets you have your own call-in show over the internet. Peace. <laughs>